0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please welcome to the ice the members of the 2016 NCAA National Champions from the University of North Dakota. Welcome back to the has-beens presented by 10K Takes. We are welcomed today by no one other than Neil Goff. Um, I'll, I'll explain who Neil is right now. We're going to go over his past and stuff a little later, but Neil played in Stillwaters from Stillwater, played his junior years in Fargo where he ended up being captain there for the force, went on to play D1 hockey at Western Michigan and then he played a few years professional hockey. I won't pump his tires any more than that. Um, had a good career. But what we want to get over today, we're, we're going to go through some things today. Um, we're going to start off with some current hockey events. You know, there's some stuff we got to cover. But uh, we're eventually going to go over, you know, what it was like to play at Western Michigan. Maybe some four stories. Um, and obviously... All three of us has-beens here have played in the East Coast Hockey League, and there's some stories to be told there as well. But what I wanted to start off with was some of the more current events, what's going on in hockey today. I wanted to bring up some of the college stuff. Some, there's some the NHL things that are going on that I want to talk about that are really good. Um, let's go over, you know, UND, UND plays last weekend. They get swept at home by Cornell. Tough weekend for them. Also you know, I'll, I'll just go through some highlights for us here. Um, some of the highlights here, you know we've got we've got Fontaine signs early. We've got s- something that happened in Florida that everyone probably <laughs> saw. Um, I want to talk about that. Let's let's kind of get into I wanted to start off with Fontaine, the, the Minnesota Gophers goalie, signing midseason, going to Carolina. How do we feel about that? You know, what What are our thoughts on signing early in college, let alone leaving mid-season? I don't know how I feel about it. You know, like, you leave college early, I get it. Mid-season is a little harder, but who wants to pitch in on this? Like, I have thoughts, I have plenty of thoughts about this subject, um, and I'm sure many people do, and I'm sure Gophers fans obviously have a strong opinion, but... What do you guys what do you guys think midseason signing I mean what do you do about that
1: man that's tough um you know when I think about guys leaving I, I myself like I totally different scale but I left my senior year it was really tough leaving your buddies um but essentially I knew that that was like my best decision I was lanky like I just knew I needed three years of juniors. That's, that's my view on it. I knew I needed that, but you got to do that before the season, man. I like for me to, to go midway through the year, like I know, like it's crazy money and you don't know the situation, um, whatever that money to really anyone is a huge deal. But at the end of the day, you went into a year with a group of guys, um, and they count on you to be in there, you know, every night. And and, he's a
0: captain. and out of captain, is he really yes. goalie
1: captain? Well,
0: and out of all the teams you play on, you know, you play high school, you play juniors, you play college. Yeah, you go on to pro. Who's who are you most closest with out of all out of all the levels? College, it's got to be college. Bar you none. Know? Like yeah, you all chose to go to that school together, and it's your first time on your own. You're not living with any parents. You're living in dorms to start off. You live in a house together. That's just kind of your family. It's the way it is after college, too. You know, how many friends do you keep up with from high school? How many friends do you keep up with from college? I mean, there's plenty from each. But for me, it's it's the college guys that I, you know, relate to best and I keep up with best. Just because you go through that, that learning curve of growing up and living on your own and doing things on your own in college. It's just something different in your mind that resonates a little more than the other
2: yeah i would say unlike you and goffer here you know you guys left early from high school and then (laughs) you you went to juniors and then college and for me it was like i went all all three years or whatever in high school i aged out in juniors then i had four years at school yep and so I, it's just a totally different mindset like you have guys that are good enough to go on and play to the next level but to Jumps point so, sorry i'll explain that nickname later but to, to <laughs> goffer's point um you know you gotta you gotta make a decision before the year or after the year you know like i understand as a four-year guy like you guys are gonna have opportunities to move on and be you know something special like what what was the reasoning was it well, I'll, COVID was Carolina. Like the- Carolina's
0: down a few goalies and I'll play kind of devil's advocate here. So, when you get offered this NHL contract, it's it happens to be a lot of money for a kid going to college. I don't know his background if his you know parents have money or wealthy or what whatnot. But as a kid, as a college student, as a college kid or wherever, major junior, you get offers offered this NHL contract. It's a lot of money. And I'm sure when you sign mid-season, there are some, you know, there are some things you're guaranteed. Like I guarantee you Fontaine was, he's guaranteed an NHL start for the Carolina Hurricanes. And he's guaranteed whatever, you know, whatever they guaranteed him in this, that's tough to turn down. You know, that might be your last shot to mm-hmm. play in the NHL. So you have some NHL team, you're playing college, trying to put myself in his shoes, you're playing college in Minnesota. He's already played four years. I think this is his fifth COVID year, or so, something like that. So he's already been there four that, years. That
1: comes into play a little bit. It does. I mean, I do forget about that.
0: And you know, you get, you know, you have you you have so many people coming in from different angles. You got the team calling you. You got your agent calling you, you. You're talking to your parents, yeah. and the team and agent are like, "Hey, you know, you're guaranteed to play in the big show, and you're guaranteed this much money, and." And then you sit down as that, as you know, you sit down with their parents and make this this decision. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, you know, you're talking to your parents and like, well, you're going to play a game in the NHL. How many people get that opportunity? Not many. And if you're offered that for me, be very hard to say no to. Hey, we're guaranteeing you. To dress up and start as yeah. a starting goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes in the National Hockey League.
1: It's it's crazy to think about it that way because like we don't know a situation. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> going okay. Yeah. yeah, I know it's that's that's nuts. <laughs> I I'm I'm looking at it as you know um, when I was offered a, a contract from Washington Capitals, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, right. Into they're it, yeah. they're uh, they're. Uh, 10 year old camp to coach the freaking peewees. No, I'm just kidding. Um I you know, if you look at it like that, it's it'd be crazy hard to say no to, especially these seniors. I keep forgetting, you know, I'm I'm looking at Ethan Frank and other guys yeah. on Western, blowing it up and, and it's not taking anything away from them, but they are playing their fifth year of college hockey and um you know that's huge. Like the the growth you learn over four years and then you get to play a fifth year um, you're just that much of a, a better player so um, it's a weird year you know I think all the COVID bullshit goes into it um, you know these kids are getting games canceled and and, and whatnot yeah. but you know if I'm a teammate I, I I'd feel a little sour I guess but it's really hard for us to sit here it is. You know, in the basement and say the kid made a shitty call because we're not sitting there with a with a contract in front of us saying you can go play a show game.
2: No, that's fair. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I had the offer, I'd snap on it. Right? Yeah, you have to. It's it's tough. You have to, but as a teammate, I totally agree. It's, like like, mid- it's kind of like a fuck you, you know? Like, it is. I understand, but you kind of like, you came back. You wanted to come back for your fifth year.
1: It's a commitment, man. It's a season. These, Whether it goes yeah, yes, good or yeah, not, it's yes. a fucking season.
0: And, it, yes. and that brings me into, so UND kind of had a similar thing happen. Tambo. Um, no, no, no. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jasper Weatherby. Oh, yeah. So he he committed to play. He told the coaches and staff and everyone at UND he's coming back for another year. And then he signs, I don't know, like two months, two weeks A month before the season starts, which puts UND in a really, really tough spot. Or any college, you know, because they have to go out and find another guy and tell another guy, right? You know, you're not playing another year, juniors. You're coming in. Um, And I know the coaching staff and fans, alumni of UND, a little sour about the decision and how he did it and when it was when that decision was made. And I followed up on Weatherby because I do like him; he's a great guy. And I followed up. On his, his stats this season, I mean, the fucking guy hasn't played a game in the American League. He's been in the NHL the entire year. It's tough to be mad at him now. It's like, right? this yeah. is the NHL. You, you know, when you have an opportunity, and, and that's what a lot of players talk about. Like, you're just looking for that opportunity. And, mm. and a lot of it, a lot of luck comes in. You just need that one opportunity to showcase yourself. And when that opportunity comes, how do you say no to it? I right. mean, it's... It's nearly impossible.
2: That, that That's a fair point. Let me ask you this, Goffer. How much do you think um, a single opportunity allows you to take your game to the next level? Do you understand what I'm saying there? Yeah. You know, Yeah. you, you weren't necessarily a skill guy at school. No, we wow. were. Right? <laughs> right? Depends who you are. <laughs> you know, we're, we're...
1: Practice, I was pretty good. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I know. Yeah.
2: But imagine... You had one opportunity yep. and you grabbed her by the balls and it just went... No, I know. Great. It is. You know, it's crazy. I look back at There's a lot of great players in the NHL, but there's a lot of guys too where it's like they got this one opportunity and then they just took
1: it. It's t- Dude, it's it's timing. A lot of it is, is timing and, and it's that one opportunity. So like you really can't... None of us can sit here and say that was a bad call by the kid yeah. because you just go do it and, and next year... Is there freaking two or three goalies out with COVID? Yeah. You know, may- maybe not. Like, probably. I I hope to God not. Yeah. By the way, um, <laughs> fucking Fauci, but uh, <laughs> I I'm just hoping. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm hoping that you know, it- th- at the end of the day, it's the best choice for him, and um, he made that decision. I'm sure he had a ton of people in his court, but but that can come and go so quick, man. You know, like I just remember as you guys were trying out for teams, um, out of college, uh, when I was trying to make a team and it's like, I had a pretty good tryout, but there's also a a 19 year old here. That's just as good as me. And I'm 26. Um, you know, you, you just kind of get that one shot and you're grateful for whatever chance you get. But at the end of the day, man, it's, it's hard not to take something like that when, when it, presents itself and you gotta
0: think he's sitting there like he's still you know he's packed his bags he's flying out to carolina in his head he's still like god like I just feels so bad i left the boys but, oh i'm sure yeah. you know yeah. what i got i got but, 100k in my bank account and uh start a game in the national it'll be okay
2: no no yeah. regrets once <laughs> yeah. once you've made the decision you know what whether you made it for him his family whatever yeah you gotta you, be happy for made, him you made your decision. Go off and if you get a chance, yeah. just do it, you know.
1: And his he good buddies, helps, but... his teammates, they they're gonna be pissed maybe for a little bit, but anyone who's his true friend is gonna wish him luck and yes. they'll get over it in two days and it just, you just, yeah. Yeah. It
0: just sucked, it had to happen mid season. Right, yeah. But you know, yeah. that's his opportunity and if he wants to take it, no one's gonna fault him for that. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some people that will, but anyways, I mean kind of more on that nhl talk i wanted to get into this florida panthers event did you guys see this did you happen to see this so anyways (laughs) florida panthers no no, what are you talking about
2: please explain
0: (laughs) so the florida panthers you know nh kodak black he's a he's a hip-hop rapper he shows up to the game he's kind of the main celebrity in the crowd nhl twitter account even tweets out kodak in the building and that was crazy and then they deleted it about 30 minutes later because of some video that surfaced he's, in, he's he's in a suite he's in a suite by himself and someone takes a video across the ice and he's uh searching you know as biz said he was just searching for the girl's contact lens <laughs> something was going on there i don't know <laughs> what are your thoughts you know i know best was playing in that game so Vancouver's playing the Panthers that night and Kierce is in the is Kearse there and he i don't know if he was in the stands or playing or not but those guys are there. What are your thoughts? Like, you're playing in that game, and you you get off the rink, and all this stuff on Twitter is Kodak Black just, you know, get going to town on some girl in a sweet on the sweet level, you know, during the game. Just... My,
2: my favorite thing in the world was somebody. It might have been Biz. He's just like, oh, you know, Kodak's just help, helping him look for his contact. But then another person goes, yeah, uh, Kodak thought his. The windows were tinted in his suite, but it was just his shades that he didn't take
0: off. <laughs> he thought no one could see him because he had tinted windows, and this, but it was just his yeah. shades.
2: This gal is just <laughs> twerking on him in the suite. I don't know who was in the suite next to him, but it was the funniest thing was, ever. They were Guess looking who over. Guess who it was? Yeah. Please tell me it was the GM and it all It was the guys.
0: Florida Panthers officials. Yeah. All oh, the you know God. All the all the suits in the Florida Panthers organization <laughs> standing ne- next suite Dude. over to... This... <laughs> This guy, Kodak,
1: <laughs> I saw a comment that was like, is, is that the third island boy? Because <laughs> he's got the fucking he looks like a, He looks
0: like an dude, island boy.
1: This guy, dude, to be on that level of it, it's so outrageous that he just doesn't give a shit what his surroundings yeah. are is so crazy the to me. I
0: could care less. The f- what, it, who's going to tell it's, him to do? It's like all the celebrities, you know, like amazing you, you can get away with so much you want like anything when you're yeah. a celebrity or someone with money it's like who's gonna tell you what to do you know you just yeah just throw them a band or whatever and yeah i like, ah, forget about this one all right sounds good <laughs>
1: it's like, it's cool. insane
2: oh man it just it's incredible that it got to that point like i i can't imagine he's been to a lot of hockey
0: games Probably his first one ever. And so he shows up and he's like, he looks, around, he looks around the Panthers rink and he's like, eh, it's pretty quiet in yeah. here. They don't get the greatest fans. He's like,
1: well, I was like confused a good,
0: too. It looks like a decent spot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause I saw a, a photo of him walking down the main stairs. So I thought he had just a seat so he's in the he, main well, concourse. Yeah,
2: they, he was on the glass for no, a bit. Yeah, he's,
0: sitting, he? he's sitting on the glass and he's like, I don't know what's going on out here. I'm going to see how much of sweet yeah. is. Yeah. Get my games up there. <laughs>
1: you know? He probably wasn't watching the play too close.
2: <laughs> oh, not a
0: oh, that's
1: Outrageous.
2: I saw. I, I actually brought it up in my work group chat today. I was like, "So, so are we are we going to talk about code?" Right. <laughs> and one of one of my fellow employees, he's like, "No, like, what are you talking about?" And so I tried to like explain it in a professional manner. No, you just. How yeah. did you do that? And I was like, um you know, I don't think it's quite appropriate for like our team's group chat or yeah, whatever. You, know, you
1: dug th- yourself a hole. So I absolutely yeah. did. Yeah.
0: So there's this hip hop rapper that went to an NHL game, <laughs> and there's this video came out. He's in the suite, and it looked like there was some penetration.
2: <laughs> Dude, I literally. But there wasn't. You know, I, no, no penetration. Yeah, the close up yeah. video. O- yeah. o- over the pants but-
0: <laughs> i I brought
2: it up and this guy goes, no, I saw the video I just wanted to see how you'd explain it and I was
1: like, oh, oh that's good shit yeah. oh yeah. It's good yeah. for
0: the game of hockey though you know because most of Kodak's fans sure they probably don't follow hockey
1: grows the game
0: and now everyone's talking about kodak black at this NHL game like everyone's like, oh, what's the NHL might right. as well check it out yeah Sounds yeah cool. but so what
1: it's- I mean are they gonna go take up hockey now or are they are going to try to go to a game <laughs> or and bring a, a gal swat, all you gotta yeah, to do is get, get people lappy. in the stands
0: for hockey it's the best game sure. to watch in person you know like it's so fast in person if you get people that stands they're gonna be a fan for life because they're like that game's awesome yeah that's what most people <laughs> say you know, it was you know Go back to work the next day. You never watch a game of hockey. And you're like, how was it? Well, this is crazy. You know, they're pushing around this black thing on the ice. And they're trying to put it in these nets. And then all of a sudden, these two psychos just shed their mitts and started (laughs) punching each other in the face. I don't know what's going on.
2: Shed their mitts.
0: Like they would say that. (laughs) These guys just just shed shed their mitts.
1: (laughs) First game, they're using shed their mitts.
0: They wear these gloves and they dropped them. Yeah. Oh yeah, you... bare fists, and they kept their helmets on. And they're just punching each other's helmets. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That...
0: I wish. That... What? What is that? I mean, obviously you don't want people to fall on their head and bonk their head, but like, I feel like the helmet on fighting, it's like you're just punching helmet. Like how bad? <laughs> oh, you...
1: there, there's so many hand injuries, oh, man. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy, but better than head injury, So
0: better than falling on the ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, we'll move on from the current hockey event. So guess. We're not even going to cover UND getting swept at home by Cornell. We'll leave it at Ish. that. Ish. Um, they'll be okay. It's a learning curve. Huge learning curve. And their games got canceled in Omaha. Or against Omaha because of COVID reasons. Sucks. Bagger. Sucks. But uh, anyways, I wanted to get into... So if you guys remember on a first episode, Ols kind of brought up that he, he put Goff on his wallet. For, and, and whoever doesn't know what that means <laughs> goffer's goffer puts his wallet in his back right pocket and when ols says i put him on his wallet that means ols put him on his ass so <clears throat> th- what's the story here how many times was it is ols, it true
2: go ahead to to my recollection uh it, it was that was- it was at lawson right there was one allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> way to add allegedly. You, you,
1: you right tell, you, you tell your side. Add inside. allegedly, right there because <laughs> all right.
2: So one was at Lawson. That's correct. He he said that one was at Lawson in Western Michigan. Uh We entered the corner together, and I was the only one to leave. And I looked back. <laughs> I looked back, and and Goffers just ass to ice, dude. I ain't never seen anything like it. Any was serious
1: it was halfway up the wall it was not even in the corner okay ols hit me and for anyone who's played hockey out there i'm i'm standing up just fine i absorb him just it, it was like a freaking fly was on my shoulder and the boards you get the splashback right so the boards bend in towards the fans not in and Saint then cloud, it, and but then it, yeah no in st <laughs> cloud you get a separated shoulder um Bounce back, so the boards uh, put me on my wallet, you could the, say.
2: The boards boomeranged you onto your wallet.
1: <laughs> no, I'll hey, i I'll give credit where credit's due. Ols, I played against him when I was younger. Played against him four years in college. Yep. And he's one of those guys that is sneaky, dense. <laughs> Like you look it
2: at I
0: don't you know if it's sneaky.
1: <laughs> dude, but has, there's there's plenty is, of guys. What are you, 6'2"? Yeah. Six Yeah. Three, yeah. So he throws
0: plen- it around. There's
1: hard. plenty of six two guys that you're not worried about because a lot of them are either like skinny or they just don't hit that hard. But you've always had really good timing. And you hit when you hit, it's like, is this guy fucking 260 pounds? Like what just it hit is me? like that. It's we it's a weird milk consistency mixed mixed with a lot of muscle and and timing and it's like I I, well, I can't breathe for four minutes. I don't know what the fuck is going on. My, so I'll give you that.
2: My favorite thing in the world I'll I'll give I'll give God for the benefit of the doubt. We met in the corner. The boards might have assisted me, but God I laughed up the ice <laughs> mean <laughs> we're uh, dying we've been you know we've been decent buddies for a while now like we met through our times met through other people whatever and we always stay in contact so anytime we came to western or you guys came to us we were always texting before and whatever and so i was just fucking dying laughing on the way
1: i think you literally (laughs) said the wallet comment like right (laughs) after like while we were on the ice
2: <laughs> i do i do vaguely remember that i have a terrible memory but for some reason i do remember
1: that. yeah and i wanted to laugh but i was scared cuz andy was <laughs> my my coach andy murray was probably looking at me so i was like fuck they're, they're,
0: andy's they're, one of those coaches gap up. andy's one of those coaches like hackstall that they're not a fan of when you get knocked off your feet no no it was like you know like hack when i was playing at und hack Ended up scratching a few guys because they got hit and fell off their feet a couple times in a game. And the next the next day, he'd be like explaining the lineup, and he's like, "You know what? You're out because you can't stand. You're fucking embarrassing us out out there. You're not (laughs) playing tonight. We're getting a guy who can stand on his feet." You think our guy's going to be able to win a game when you're falling all over the ice, getting rocked, and the other team's building momentum? Get the fuck out of here.
1: That kid probably felt good going back to, going back to his apartment at noon.
2: Yeah. I, I'll say this. I don't think there's ever been a more proud moment of Dave Haxtall to Trevor Olson when I played in Colorado College my freshman year. And somebody came to the bench after they dumped it in, and I got off the bench and I beelined it to the far pipe, and I absolutely murdered some kid behind the net. <laughs> That's what you do, Ols. We're up six-one, and I put this guy through the boards, and I get a five-minute major. As and he pressure, loved it. And you know me, I'm sitting yeah. there. I feel like all oh, no. my things are me getting penalties. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh fuck, shit. Yeah. You know, I got another penalty, and we get into the locker room after, and he goes. Great fucking hit! We'll kill that off any day. Oh, like,
0: yeah. Let's go! Yeah, like, fuck, Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it a good, good feeling.
0: That's when I. Yeah,
1: of of you'll me. kill it off when it's six one.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. They only start <laughs> you know. twice. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like. we'll kill it off when it's two two in the frozen four. Two, yeah, two, but uh, he's A-yo. getting a pat on the yeah. back for that one. <laughs> it yeah.
2: wasn't a penalty. Look at the film.
0: <laughs> okay, so moving on, we're gonna get into Goff for a little bit here. Because he played at one of our favorite schools now, Olson and I is one of our favorite schools, Western Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. I want to ask you, you know, you know, like, what was it like playing there, on the team, you know, off the ice, travel, equipment, treatment, fans. How'd you decide? How did you decide to go to Western Michigan? So you're at Fargo, yep. you commit to Western Michigan. What, what was that process like?
1: Uh, well, it's really easy when you have one offer. And you're a walk-on. <laughs>
2: two for two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, uh, well, to start how I got there, I played in, uh, Fargo for three years. Um, and you know, my second year, we, uh, we went to the finals against the Buke and had a great year. I was playing really well. Um, and I was, you know, talking to a lot of schools and I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, have another good year and take my pick and, um, um, whatever. Cause I was getting to be one of the older guys in the league without a commitment. And it's just, you know, it's just frustrating. You just want that part over with. Um, but I, uh, I go into my third year and, and I, uh, you know, I got to be the captain, which was awesome. I was really proud of that. And we won 16 games, um, out of, <laughs> hey. out, out of 60. Was, no was no Cam, less.
2: Who are your two goalies?
1: Cam Johnson jammer, which that's how me and Olsen know each other pretty well. He's one of my best buddies. Um, great goalie, and, and uh, just awesome guy, but um, no, camera, camera was huge for us, but we we kind of sold out that year before, um, and, and got a lot of really good players, and we just had a really young team my third year, so I wasn't playing my best hockey, um, whatever, so I, I got a chance, uh, my coach kind of, my Fargo coach uh, knew Andy Murray at Western, and they had a conversation, I got a call from Andy, and he just said, you know, if you want to be a, a, a walk on, you can, and if you, uh, you know, if you want to earn whatever a scholarship, you can do that. And I was just like, I mean, that's that's no question. That's NCHC; um, those are all the best teams, and it, it was sure. super easy decision. So, and to, to yeah. stop you there, yep,
0: to get into what Goff was saying, he was, you know, there's walk ons on college teams, which you know, sometimes it pans out. A lot of the times, okay. they end up. Not playing a ton throughout their college career, and other times it works out. Goffer was a guy. You, I had no idea you were a walk on. You were not a walk on player out on the ice. You know, like there's no way you could tell that you were just a walk on on the team. And a lot of the walk on players are guys. You know, you get brought in last minute, or you know, you don't have any other opportunities, and and you want to showcase yourself. And which is obviously what you did. But that's surprising to me. I didn't know that before, and I would have never guessed that.
1: Oh I appreciate it, man. That's a big compliment um you know it was I always believed in myself and I knew i was i was you know good enough to play you know wherever but i i you know I didn't have a great a great you know third year, and we the whole team struggled and it was like mm-hmm. you know you whatever you break the maybe i have a really good shift and break it out and it's right back in in our zone yeah. for two minutes or I have a shitty shift in our or, you know, you don't have the good wingers that can kind of bail you out. For so sure. we were just young, and um, it was tough, but really close group. Um, but as far as Western, man, I mean, I, uh, I've i been loving your first two episodes because you guys have spoke highly of us, and I appreciate that. Um, to be honest, man, the the, the I, I've gotten a chance to hang out with a lot of the North Dakota guys. Like I mentioned, great buddies with Cam Johnson. I'd go – you know, party with you guys for a couple weekends um, when we were in school, and our our group was a lot like yours, man. I, I think it's you know maybe you guys get a little more of the skill, but as far as the like the guys, it's just it's that's a, why we like you guys. Yeah, it's a really close group. It goes to you know exactly how our games were every time. Like whoever wins might go celebrate, but you're kind of just sitting there like yeah. having a sip of beer, and you're like. I have bruises and cuts everywhere. Like, I'm gassed. <laughs> and,
0: and, and every game
2: was 3-2, 3-1, 2-1. It, was always a, a battle.
0: Battle. it yeah.
2: was always a battle. Yep. That was just a battle. It was always
0: a battle. That, that Western, whether we were going to Kalamazoo or they were coming to town, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. i yeah. fucking Western tonight. Yeah. It sucks.
1: Well, I mean, it's the same with North Dakota. Like, we were always so excited. I was so excited to play you guys because you know a you don't you're the biggest team in the country most popular team in the country um and and b you know you don't lose a lot but you're in our conference so you always have a chance mm-hmm. to beat you and whenever you beat north dakota you know people notice it so they were just really fun battles, man. Um, I, I just loved it there. As far as equipment, we were treated incredible, man. You know, it, it was just the staff there was awesome. Um, and yeah, the, the group of guys was, you know, it was just really fun. We, we, we did have Andy, Andy yeah. Murray. There's, you know, a lot of stories about him
0: and Andy's a. I mean, Andy he's Murray's like, a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. absolutely. I mean, how many years has he coached? Yep. I mean, he's an NHL coach. He's coached D1. You know, he's he's coaching a great. I mean, he's not still with Western, is he? I thought he retired, right?
1: He retired. retired. Um, Pat Fershweiler is there. So Fersh, uh was there before me. Yep. Left and uh, coached for the Red Wings, but he's kind of instrumental. And you know, he he always ran the D, and he put out like. Eight NHL guys like to Kaiser and Jordan Osterly and you know all these guys Luke Wachowski and like a five year span so he he's he's got that team you know they're in really good yeah. hands with with Fersh. Um so, so
0: how was it like how was it walking around on campus at Western because obviously like when you played did you have PJ Fleck coaching the football yeah. team yep so PJ Fleck was coaching that football team they had some steam going you know yeah. they were undefeated that year, one that one year yep and it, like. How was the campus aspect being a hockey player, yeah, walking around kalamazoo like how are you treated around around town? Do Dude, people know who you are? you know that type of thing,
1: yeah, so like we we were treated awesome, man, I think like western in its history um is first and foremost like a hockey school, yeah, um, so you know we we always had you know the the parties and and you know just like you guys, hundreds of people there, so. Um, recognized a lot of faces on campus, but it was it was actually really cool to have a, a good football team. And, you know, P.J. Fleck, really sure. good coach, getting a lot of steam and, and national attention. Um, you know, at the start, uh, it was kind of like, oh, those are the football guys. Those are the hockey guys. And, you know, it can get kind of weird, but... I know it's like that's
0: that almost a, at every yeah. Circle. It's like
2: that at North Dakota yeah. when we were there early. It's but I, yeah, but I'd say once we, we kind of yeah, yeah, there was a- and Bronx that's Earth. the
1: same as us. We're like, yeah. why, why the hell aren't we buddies? Like yeah. I have some great football friends, and and you know, you, you don't necessarily like merge parties all the time, but like you have classes and you go out. You see them at the bar, and it's like it's good shit to see guys and gals from from other sports. So we, you know. It, it it was nice Pe- people you know not not to sound like Ron Burgundy but people kind of knew who we yeah. were yeah. at least yeah. that we played hockey and and that was that was cool obviously so, so when
0: you're walking around campus in Kalamazoo, you know like do the athletes have one spot? Are you guys involved in that? Like you got to do study hall with all the other athletes or whatever it is. And
1: Yeah, so so freshman year, um, you have study hall, I think, a couple times a week for, for like two hours. And then <laughs> Mikey McKee or a couple other guys would stick in there till senior year, uh, you know, based on like a GPA. That's surprising. Yeah, he's actually a super smart kid. He just okay. didn't give a shit about school um but yeah it was just like a gpa rule but yeah you go in there with other sports and um and that type of deal but it, it you know it was it was awesome we all had mopeds and um we would cruise around our, our gym wasn't attached to the rink so we would just cruise around in the gym and back so did you guys
0: um, share gyms with other athletes Yeah, all the athletes yep. use the same gym yeah uh,
1: at, at least uh we we shared it with basketball and uh volleyball so okay um yeah, nice, really nice amenities. A little um,
0: different from UND. Also, like you know, a lot of schools have that one that all the athletes go to. That's that, huge. Whatever yeah, whatever it is at UND, it was called the Hislop Center. Sure. And all the athletes converge, and they you know they're all walking around there, and kind of all the athletes know who they are. And at UND, it was a little different for us because we had the Ralph. So like we yeah. worked at the we worked out at the Ralph, and yeah. we really didn't, you know cross paths with a lot of the, a lot of the other athletes during the day and like during the school day and stuff. Right. So we weren't as close to the other athletes, but I know other schools are and I I actually kind of envy that because I wish I'm not complaining about the Ralph and having all everything, you know, having everything Careful. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is nice to like create those friendships and relationships with all the other athletes on school cuz you're kind of going through the same thing, you know, you're yeah. you're training, you're working out, trying to like focus on Your sport, whatever it is, and at the same time, you got to go to class and get your get your job done there. So
2: that's why I never understood. Like there was always like butting heads when it came to other sports, and I don't know if that was just the hockey team with other people. I don't know whose mentality that was. But once we kind of, like, opened up, I'll say Cam Johnson is a very big advocate.
1: He's the number one guy. He'll just walk up to you and be be, like, what's up, man? He's he's
2: super just, like, open and whatever. He can go up and talk to anybody. And I'll say freshman year when I was his roommate, he'd he'd open up the door and the football guys would come down. And he'd be like, oh, what's up, fellas? And, like, introduce me to him. And it was the coolest thing ever. And like now I see some of the guys out at the bars here in Minneapolis. Yeah. It's like, "Hey yeah. man, like good to see you." You need you know? a
1: you need a guy like Cam yes. that that just kind of does it. Um you know, it it's like it, it's the same as like, you know, some of the girls teams on campus. You know, I'm sure you guys know. We got there and the soccer girls were in our our uh dorm next to us and they would hardly look at us like we we're just we we're just like kind of being friendly and saying hi and they'd be like hey and it's like okay like what yeah. what's going on and yeah. you know they have seniors telling them don't talk to the hockey guy you yeah. know i'm sure there's some
0: sometimes sh- is probably the right advice yeah
1: it, it probably is in a lot of cases but at the same time it's like jesus like half of us have girlfriends we're just saying hi in the hallways you don't yeah. need to like yeah. run away you yeah. know yeah. but it, 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 we all, we ended up close with pretty much every sport. I was starting to feel bad for you guys on the last podcast. I wanted to mention because you guys were talking about, um, you know, you, you didn't get to stay overnight <laughs> at the, uh, you know, away games. Now and did
0: you guys have your own private jet? And, and
1: booze <laughs> with the other team. God, I was starting to feel sorry for you guys. You guys had to freaking. You know, thirty minutes after the game get on the charter and get back we, and get back home an hour and a half later. And God, that that must have been shitty. We did. You guys want to comment on that?
0: <laughs> we it did. was actually, you know, we felt bad for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. God, I wish
1: I could party with the other team. I gotta be on this stupid charter. Well, yeah, because
0: usually <laughs> because yeah, I mean, usually you know, we'd we'd beat them both games for so like. Well, might as well go out and
2: hang. Oh, out. Know? I, I will. I will say we were appreciative of teams staying over in Grand Forks. There were multiple times where we yeah. enjoyed ourselves. Sure. Uh, one particular comes to mind when Western came into town. I believe that was. Ayo. I believe that was Penrose weekend. <laughs> yeah. Did just, we, just a really great party.
0: Did, were you on the ice when we lifted that penrose? Or?
2: I was probably in the locker room by then. <laughs> um, His, I was watching on the bench, like <laughs> Stefan Diggs and all those yeah. guys. You know, they lost out on it. Like, yes. Yeah, More I nice was next year.
1: I was already texting Cam before the game, so I knew I was going out either way. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I was probably fired up. But <laughs> oh yeah, I, no, that, I remember that. that. That was fun. It that, was always fun.
2: That was one of the better parties we had with an opposing team. Like you guys showed up, brought the energy. You know, man, it,
1: I gotta, I gotta bring that up because we had a little group. I think I was a freshman or sophomore, so I wasn't really confident on like sneaking out of the hotel, but. I think Mikey McKee asked me and a couple other guys, and it's like Mikey asked me, uh, "I'm I gotta go." Like I, I want to go. What other guys are you
0: coming out with? Uh,
1: Mike Rebry, I think Drizzy maybe yeah, Drizzy for sure. Yeah, um, maybe a couple younger guys, uh, but. There was, like, a group of four of us that kind of just snuck out. We're like, hey, let's just go. And we showed up, and, <laughs> and like, five of our other teammates were already there <laughs> that, that we didn't know were going, and it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> we're we're in one, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, so that that's the best shit, man. That's that's
0: awesome. Yeah, no, and those are the stories we miss out on because I'm sure you guys go back to the hotel and, like, you got a flight to catch in the morning and people are like showing up yeah half dressed like yeah. you probably got to wear a suit to the you know the airport which most teams make you do and yeah like, oh god
1: it's fun to tell it's more fun to tell stories about it than when you're it in is. it when you're in it when you're, you're, you're in it it's miz it's
0: great that night of but <laughs> yeah. the, the, the next day you're like stupid yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah what am i doing yeah <laughs> It was absolutely stupid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Let's act like adults for like <laughs> 10 minutes here.
0: Okay. So, Goffer plays at Western Michigan. Most of our listeners probably aren't familiar. I mean, they probably know Western Michigan because they're in the NCHC, but they've probably never been there. Yep. And when you walk into Western's rink, it's called Lawson Ice Arena. Yep. And I want to ask you about this when you first stepped foot in there. Mm-hmm. You walk in there and you're like I'm not going to write home about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then but then you play the game and you walk out of the rink and you're like I might fucking write home about this yeah. cuz this is pretty sick. Yeah. So what were your thoughts walking in and then, you know, experiencing that first Lawson lunatic? And and for the listeners, Yeah. Lawson's Lawson's just this rink, it's compact. I mean, there's a bowl all the way around. It's not huge. It almost looks like a high school, a really nice high school rink, yeah. a little above that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you don't know what's to come. And then you step on the ice and the entire side of the rink, which they have a huge banner, and Lunatics, is the student section. And the student section's one full side of the rink and it's just jam-packed and it's loud lost in lunatics and they are lunatics yeah and they live up to the name yep like what how do you feel like how do you react to that when you see that the first time and how does that play a f- that has to play a huge factor in how you guys play your games and just at home those yeah. games like you have to have some momentum and adrenaline going because of those fans
1: dude totally it was uh you know that's like I had a little different recruiting process because it was a little later in the game, but I know for everyone, like that's, that's the number one thing is like, it's like voted
2: best, you know,
1: best student section in college hockey. And I'm sure that there's a ton of greats. I know Penn state's great. You guys have a great one, whatever that's up for debate, but it, it, either way it's, it's unreal. Um, And the coolest part for me was coming from Fargo, Uh, Shields Arena, it's a it's a beautiful arena and a great atmosphere, but it's very family oriented, kind of like a wild game, right? You're gonna see grandma, grandpa, kids, whatever, which is awesome for everyone to see the game. But to go to Western and it's all your fellow classmates, and and, and it's all students on one side, and they're yelling crazy shit and chanting, ruthless.
0: they do their research there too. Yeah, they don't. You don't just go to town, and they're like, "Oh, you know, screw Newton yeah. like they know who your mom's name is. Yes, they know your. You know, they know your mom's maiden name. Yeah, they know who you, where you came from. The, yep. Your first tweet. They do their research.
1: Absolutely, they do. That that was the coolest part. And even for me, I'm sure a lot of like, I don't want to say random students, but just like students who go to the game don't think that players think like this at least I thought like this I would see people that I didn't even really know them but I, I would see them in the hallways and for me that was cool yeah. they probably didn't know yeah. that I thought that but like when I look around and see faces that like oh I I had a class with them or like I've seen that guy and they're there and they're just fired up like that fired me up yeah. and like it's it's a high school old, you know and engager and, and I don't know what it was like for you up north but um it, it's it's that high school atmosphere of Which is the best. It is. It is. It's,
2: it's the best. I love. I love the the smaller ranks, So it feels like your fans are kind of on top of you. Yeah. yeah. And it's loud the yeah. entire game. Yeah. It's absolutely like a Minnesota high school feel, like a 100%. rivalry game. Yep. I think that's perfect.
1: It is. It was. It was a lot of fun, man. It it was. You know, I from a guy who I didn't really know if I was gonna. Get a gig, and I was I was getting nervous. To end up somewhere like that was just, you it's know, a powerhouse just, school. I it was mean, it really it is. Is. It was it's really like a, fun. Yeah, it's really a lucky
0: school. I mean, they have a lot of NHLers. You know, I mean, that's where I wanted to get into. Kind of like to ask you guys, did you you know? There's always the first round picks and the talented guys who you see playing college hockey, and you're like, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be something special. But there's always kind of the guys who are like. Under the radar, no one really knows they're gonna make it. But like, when you play with them and you practice with them, you're like, that guy's probably got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Goffer played with a couple of those guys. Like Sheldon Dries comes to mind. Yep, he played in he played in Green Bay for a while.
2: I played with Driesy in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, Did that's you? right. Yeah, yeah So Driesy played at Green Bay. They were an absolute wagon there. Yeah, with Nolan Laporte too. Yep, and uh, CJ Ike and those guys. And, and Driesy is a guy who's like, what is he like five? Five eight, five nine, five. Yeah, he's like five nine. Like, he's a guy who you would never like. You'd watch on the ice, and you're like, "This guy, you know, he's a good hockey player." But like, what is you know, he's not going to play. You know, he did. He's just you know, yeah. He doesn't have that physical stature, or the skills to do it. But what I thought he had the mindset to do it, and I'm interested to see what you have to say about guys like that. Like, there's a couple of guys we can relate to on that. So yep. on that aspect as well, but. I wanted to hear what you had to say about him because obviously he's – I mean, yeah. he's played for the Avalanche. Yeah. I don't know where he is now, but, I mean, he's had a great career. Yeah, he's someone you would never expect
1: yep. to have that career. Yeah, he's in he's in uh, Vancouver's system right now. Um, But, yeah, he, you know, he got like I think 45, 50 games in with the Avs um, a couple of years ago or last year. But he – no, he he's just – a. He's just a captain, man. That that is his mindset and that's how he carries himself. And he was uh you know, he was a uh captain his sophomore year. He had the C. Yeah. Andy yeah. gave him the C his sophomore year. It's but wild. that it, 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 dude Sheldon is like he does everything right. He will go um first of all, he'll kill you know, he's he'll PP, do PK PK five on five and he's playing whatever, 25 minutes as a Ford. He'll go eat a shot and lay down for it. The next shift, he'll throw a little sauce to a guy in the middle. And you're like, Holy shit. That was a crazy dish. And then he'll put one upper right yeah. in the third period. And then he'll go fucking blow a guy up and he'll go up to the toughest <laughs> guy in the team and jab him in the chin. Like he just, he was a captain, man. And that's how he is. And me and him like butted heads a little bit when I got there. Probably because my personality is a little too big, but he could be a prick. And sure. and I think um, you know, if that's your style, it works because he was a prick and we listened, and even if we went at it, he delivered every single every single night. So it didn't matter. And we're, and we're unreal friends uh, I wanted to, ask to about this day. Him but
0: my first year in Ann Arbor. We would always go watch the 18 team, the older team. And on that team, you know, you had, I mean, I don't know how many NHLers that It's They had Seth Jones, you know, Jacob Truba, yep. Brady Shea, Matt Grizzlick, all the forwards. I mean, it was just a stacked team. And Ryan Hartman was one of the tougher guys on the team. He plays for the Wild now, really good player. He's tough. Mm-hmm. And he's like 5'11", foot, And... I remember we were watching Green Bay play the the 18 team, and Green Bay, was that was the year they were wagons. I don't know if you were on that team. I played
2: nine games with them. I did a before and after with them, but I only played
0: nine. So they came to Ann Arbor and... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, technically
2: look on my hockey DB, it says Clark Cup champ. Yeah. (laughs)
1: I played. I played nine games at eight, <laughs> eight goals, seven apples.
2: No, I had one apple, one fight though. So and you, yeah.
1: and seven charging penalties. <laughs>
2: yeah. One apple, one fight, forty-seven penalty minutes,
1: and fucking Sick
0: stat line. Four
1: broken clavicles on the and other that's team. The thing
0: about hockey, though, your stat line—it's all about adding up the numbers. Oh yeah. And the quickest oh, yeah. way to add up numbers yeah. is pims. pims. Oh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. You mean. They're playing, and and Dries was not a guy who should drop the gloves with a guy like Ryan Hartman. Just no hesitation. Drops the gloves with Ryan Hartman. He eats maybe thirty punches and just still throwing. And I'm I'm watching this game. And I'm like, nails. I'm gonna follow this. I'm gonna follow this guy because yeah, he's gonna do. He's gonna have a good career. He's yeah. got no fear. He's that size. I mean, he does whatever it takes. And yep, fo- I mean. He played at Western, so I ended up playing him a bunch of times and I you know, when he was at Green Bay, he was not the guy making skilled plays. I mean he was, he was one of the better players, but he's not a skilled guy. And then we get to Western and some of the goals Dude, he's contributing to and scoring against us. It's like what what he'll is He'll you a couple tool, of guys giving? and yeah. it's like, yeah, what is What's this guy he'll doing surprise you? To,
1: yeah. Yeah. He's just the complete package, man. <laughs> like he he's just a player. And that's he, he will continue to play pro hockey at a high level for many years to come
2: my uh my first year my first full year i played the first half of the season in green bay with those guys and they had the michigan line it was him alex kyle and nick yeah. schilke yeah they were sick disgusting yeah kyle's and a good player yeah they, they were just good and yeah. that, that team was kind of stacked too like woolly was on our team nick yeah. schmaltz uh camera for a bit like yep. it was just kind of funny that that was our team then knowing where we are now but Drysey back then he like took a step up you could He'd, see
0: he always his... took a step up every time every, i watched yep. him play you yeah. know like i we'd play him in freshman year and he's like oh he's pretty good and then play him later in the season and he's like oh he's a little better and then the next year he's like yeah holy shit this guy's even better than he was last time and then yeah. he just kept taking yeah. those steps that like some guys do and it's fun to see. I like I like following those guys for. I mean, I obviously respect the first round talents and the huge talents because like they're just something special to watch. But yep. it's those guys who like you would never expect it from. Yeah. they just keep climbing that ladder. One, they one, just keep just one by one climbing. Oh, it's the
1: it's crazy. One guy that I got to throw out that um, I think you know if someone asked me the best player that I've played with, it's super hard to answer that. Obviously, but. There's a kid, I'm sure you guys know who it is now, uh, that I played with in Fargo. His name's Alex Iafalo. Yeah. And he's on the Kings. But he was a quiet name for a long time.
0: No one. Even at UMD.
1: Dude, until his senior year, he had
0: like 50 points. Yeah.
2: But he did everything right. Dude, it was just another guy that just did everything now he, right. Now he just waxes
0: At, the surfboard and heads to the rink in L.A. Cr- and yeah. fucking he's snaps he's, the puck around and talks a couple. And he's
1: crazy, and he's so humble. Um, I remember we did a skills comp in Fargo, and he won fastest skater and puck handling. And I think we all had two events. He could have won every every event. Yeah, I mean he he was just. We'd have those four on four days, like on Monday after a sweep or whatever, and he, like the shit he would do is just. That's one guy that always uh, I like to throw his name out there because if you if you don't know who he is, he's been on a line with Kopitar for like two two full years now, and LA loves him, and he recently started wearing an A for them, I think too, and he's like the most humble guy in the world, and on, and top,
0: I, and on top of that. He might be in the top three best-looking NHL players there are. Very good-looking,
1: unbel- unbelievable
2: man, Rocket. I I will say I've met him a few times. Being from Duluth, I'd always come back and hang out with the Bulldogs or whatever. Yep. And knowing Dom, yep, Dom was good buddies with yep. him or whatever. So I met him a few times. He's he's a, just a very quiet and reserved person. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you just never yeah. know. Yeah, but he is. He's just every time I feel like I look at the stat sheet. L A Kings. It's like I follow assist. I follow, dude. And and, and follow, and, and, I follow
1: and, to assist. Like, and he'll just... go steal three pucks and and he'll kill penalty. Yeah, like yeah. he's just another one of those guys like Dryz or or you know. There's a hundred guys that we played with like that. But it's cool to see those guys go on as you know. You guys have have seen you know hundreds of guys go on. So it's awesome.
0: Now, guys, we want to welcome on our first ever sponsor of the podcast chill boys and chill boys reached out to us they wanted us to sponsor their products on our on our podcast um they kind of relate to our to our audience base so chill boys they have these they have these underwear men's underwear socks long johns all made out of bamboo
1: what is it made out of
0: it's made out of bamboo wood unbelievably com- comfortable Underwear, socks, lawn Unbelievable. And what they've done for us is they've given us a bunch of 50, $50 gift cards to their website, which we are giving out to our guests, whoever comes on. So, Neil...
1: I need some chill boys. You needs
0: you need some chill boys in your life. You need some underwear, you need some socks, some long johns. I would probably
1: need that more than anything else anything. to be honest, it's,
2: yeah. And it's not even close. No.
0: And and go to chillboys.com to check out their products. They're they're a legit company. Bamboo wood, it just whatever however they make this 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 material, it's on it's incredible. It's comfortable, it breathes. Whatever you want to do it, you know, it it, it absorbs that little dribblage you have after <laughs> yeah. you after so you take a piss a
1: after you're moving a couple of couches <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: after you go take a piss you're drinking water you know you got a little dribblage coming out sure just absorbs it right away nothing like yeah. it. you know just <laughs> give chillboys.com a look see what products they have see if they can help you out but uh goffer i mean you, you're you know you kind of got lucky here you got a 50 gift card to Chillboys.
1: that's huge thank you Chillboys.
0: Hope to see you. You know, hopefully, Goffer will put the br- boxer briefs on, take a picture, Instagram. send it over to us. Yeah. We can Instagram it on the sure. account. Absolutely, um, they'd love that. So, yeah. anyways, we're we got into Lawson. We we asked Goffer about Lawson, but we have we have memories at Lawson too. I mean, we played there every year. Yep. Do you have anything that comes to mind? I mean, I know I have a few things that come to mind when I play at Lawson, but
2: I have two things first thing putting goffer on his
0: mouth <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget it never
1: it, you you've said it so many times in your own head that you're st- you're starting to believe it did
0: i already say it, this it happened to pump Bolsa's tires a little bit i mean goffer's the guy you know like when you're a hockey player you know you you go out for warmups or yeah you go, no you not even yeah you go out for warmups and you're snapping the puck around and you're looking over to the other side like what do these guys look like? And Goffer's one of those guys you see skating around, you're like, ah, hopefully I don't cross paths with him. He's huge. Yeah.
2: You look over on the other side, and it's like, is that guy's playing... a fucking tree? <laughs> Why, he... Why is he
0: out here, and hopefully he's defensive? defenseman? Which he <laughs> and then
1: you got Mikey McKee up front. Well, like, guy, oh, shit.
2: That guy, I've got a story about that guy. Can can we pause here quick for a quick story? Yes. Juniors. I'm playing on a line with Gensel. He's in Lincoln. And I rub him out in the corner. You did what? I rubbed him out. Okay.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> two I, of those I, now.
2: I, I, laid, I, I laid a light check on him in the corner. Nobody fell. You know me, just finishing my check. And Mike McKee chases me around the ice. That was fun. Saying he's going to kill me. And-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then, but then I met him at the party when you guys came over Beauty, after Western. yeah great human and i didn't think anything differently but this guy's what is he six four two (laughs) forty he's big
1: dude he in college he has gotta be sometimes when he was uh, like a little out of shape not i mean dude the guy is actually ripped but when he would get a little heavy like for his liking he was like 260 and then he would get down to like 250 but that's a guy who's like six four six five two fifty with a six pack yeah but the best thing about him is that he did the same shit to me and juniors and a million other guys, oh, yeah. but he he leaves the rink and he doesn't care what your name like he cares who you are, but yeah. he doesn't care what has happened in a game. He probably won't even remember yeah. it. Yeah, no. and he'll never he'll just be like, "What's up, man? Nice to meet you." Like he's yes. just the best, the best. Guy. Those guys I'm, are the I best. I
0: remember meeting him the first time off the ice, and I'm like, "Yeah." Are you kidding me? Yeah. How's this guy like this off yeah. the ice? Like he's the nicest. guy. He's got guy his ever, glasses like, on. Yeah, had a great yeah. talk with him. Kind of seemed like a nerd, and then I'm on the ice, and he he seems like you know I'm I'm walking up the steep Amiotchets or Daniel Cormier or John Jones. Like this guy could kill me.
1: Yeah, his hands were were like a um, it's like a bear paw, you know. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. dude, he he's he's just a man. Yeah, he is a man. He was a man. You know, he was
0: juniors a, in juniors. He was the scariest guy in the entire league. Yep.
1: That
2: whole Lincoln team was scary. Yeah. Oh my. They God. had him, Luke Johnson. Dude, they had uh, that other D man. Yeah. Had Tate. Oh. They had all uh, those guys. They had 14 guys that were willing to Lauer. Or...
1: Yeah, the guy who was in the army. Yeah, he was what, his
2: what D was partner. It? Lowers. Yeah. Uh, Zach Fry. Zach, Zach Fry. Fry. Oh. That's another guy. Dude, was just guys. In that, that Paul they Adieu, which I was, was trying to pick out guy. the entire time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me that guy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to loss and memories. Uh my second memory is I don't know if you know this, but did you ever realize that the fans had a grudge against the number four? Yeah. Yeah. That what, started what's, what's that whole spiel? Yep.
1: So it started with Tori Krug when State would come in okay. play and he was forty-four. So they used to say forty-four is a bitch. Um, for the listeners, whenever a player goes into the loss in, um, Western Michigan's penalty box, they just chant four's a bitch, four's a bitch. It started with 44, but they, I think they had special numbers. No one else wears 44. So it just turned into fours is is this story that I heard. So, So, uh,
2: in my early years, Keaton Thompson was four and Tomer knows how to take a joke. Like he's, he is what he is, right? Like. And so he'd sit in the bench and everybody, you know, four's a bitch. And Tomer's kind of like, kind of egging him on a little bit, you know. He, he yeah. got
0: to egging him on. He you did. know. he's like skating around in between whistles. He's like looking at the fan base, like pointing to him. Yeah, like, let's go, let's go. But yeah. then
2: in my later years, there's a kid named Andrew Pesky who's a Remember very, him. Yeah. very nice kid, like super cool. Yeah. And just cool, calm, collected, whatever. And these, lo- <laughs> You're the, just like all oh. the lunatics are just hammering Andrew Pesky, and I think he had two penalties that game. And I was like, "Oh, Pesk, man, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know what to do. He he was bewildered. He came back in the in the locker room. He's like,
0: just what,
2: what did I do? Yeah, <laughs> he had no idea.
1: Yeah, the, he thinks that they they caught something yeah. Yeah. like messed up that yeah. he did. Um. No, that they had a lot of stuff like that. Und, um, I remember getting a penalty there, and there was some guy the on the glass section
0: at Und does the research too,
1: asking me about my older sister, <laughs> and I'm like, and he said her name and everything, and I'm like, dude, like I didn't, I, I, I never want to look at those guys. And I don't even know if I did, but I was just like, you got to be shitting me. Like just the longest, <laughs> yeah. the longest two minutes oh, ever, you know, oh, a couple of whistles yeah. and you're just like, holy shit. My memories shit.
0: from Lawson are from the penalty box. Remember, yeah. I took yeah. a penalty there I'd go in the penalty box and there's just so much research today. You know, they're chirping my mom the whole time yeah. and they're tripping everything I'm about and yeah. they're calling me a racist and uh, a Nazi because Ralph Engelstead apparently... They said oh, sure. they yeah. said holds you know or collects Nazi memorabilia yeah. and they're like, do you know you're a Nazi? Why? How could you ever play at that school? You Nazi. Yeah. Fuck you. Thanks, Fauci. And you're just sitting there like. <laughs> Thanks, Fauci. <laughs> you're just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? To get me out of here! Some fucking Western score a goal. Goddamn it! Get me out of this box. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
1: That's oh, what's that?
0: What that feeling you get in the penalty box, which brings me back. That feeling you get in the penalty box when you take a penalty, and you're sitting in the box, and you're sitting there like just praying to whatever gods out there, yeah. please don't score a goal, please kill this. You out. know that one. Because if you kill it off, nothing is said at the end of the game. No. But if they score, it's, it's like It's about. all your fucking yeah. fault.
2: They they killed it off, and I still went to everybody in the locker room and was like, "Dude, <laughs> great kill." <laughs>
0: Was
1: that the championship? <laughs> to go to the championship. To go to yeah. They're tied okay. two, That's two right. and 6 to go yeah. I remember watching that yeah. You know? But
0: yeah, I mean we've we've covered we've covered college a little bit. Let's get into uh, pro hockey a little bit here. We all played in a league, the East Coast Hockey League. So you've got the NHL, you've got the American League, which all the NHL you know guys contracts are playing in, rookies, whatever it is, and then you've got the East Coast League. Down below that, which still some NHL contract guys are playing in the coast too, but the coast is just a wild, wild hockey league where, you know, you grow up playing, you grow up playing Bantams, Peewees, you got one ref on the ice, two linesmen, it's fine. But then once you get the juniors, where there's fighting, you get to college, there's two referees and two linesmen. So two referees can call the penalties, two linesmen call the offsides, Icings, they drop the puck, break up fights. On the coast, there's not a lot of money in the league. So you think they only they only go one they only go one referee and the ref can't see everything that's going on. And there's some crazy stories that come out of the East Coast Hockey League in, in terms of operations on ice antics, whatever it is, and I'm sure all of us have so many stories from the coast. I mean I've stories to last a year every episode for a year from the coast i mean it's insane i mean do you guys can is there anything that comes to mind when you think of a coast and what it's like playing in the coast like what what happens when you get there how do you feel you know what's the experience like
2: yeah truthfully so after my senior year i went down to south carolina and the whole time you hear about these coast league it's you know there's fighters like you know it's a greaseball league and I was actually surprised at the skill level when we got there. It was 100%. Good. It's actually
0: really good hockey. It is. It's great yeah. hockey. Yep. And, and great so,
2: players. So that surprised me a little bit. But I also got the feeling of you better be able to protect yourself <laughs> so, with, with one ref. Yeah. I get down to South Carolina, and there's this guy named Trevor Gillies. Okay, <laughs> if you don't know Trevor Gillies, look his highlights up great human he was awesome to hang out with they called him wild that was his nickname just wild and he just go wild you know like <laughs> yes. he it's because he is wild he is
0: well there's
1: and, the famous video of him if you youtube him he's the guy with the foo man yes, yes. and he's screaming his face off and he's yes. about to kill a guy it's yes. like a famous clip yeah go on
2: and so this guy i get down to south carolina after my senior year i'm like all right a little pro action you know what am i gonna see and we get to uh Pre-game skate, and all of a sudden, Gillies starts bringing out all the young guys, all the college guys, and we go out of the practice rink out into the parking lot, and he's got a punching bag, and he's teaching us how to fight.
1: <laughs> One, like as a as a group of young guys, he's
2: as the college guys, he brings us out into the parking lot. He's got his boxing yeah. whatever on, and he's. Teaching us like how to grab and he, fight. He and... he
1: probably like that was probably his favorite thing to do it in the was... in the world. Like take guys under his wing and say, "This is how he
2: fucking throw. <laughs> and you,
0: but, you gotta wonder, he's a psycho. Yeah,
2: he's a, he'll beat anybody up. He'll he's not Screw scared of anybody. A bit. Yeah,
0: and you gotta wonder what. Like, I think the game of hockey and all these you know minor league teams or leagues they keep a lot of guys out of jail or out of prison. Cause like a lot of these fighters and guys like they're yeah. fighters, yeah. you know, yeah. they need to fight people. Like that's that's yeah. what they enjoy doing. There's nothing. And wrong it's allowed. It. And it's very cool. And it's allowed. It's legal. And, and that's why they play it. hockey and the fans love it. I mean, it's, it's a hell of an adrenaline rush. And I always used to envy those fighters because you know, once after, after you get in a fight and you, you just dust a guy up, you're skating around the rank, firing up the rank, you know, yeah. raising your hands. And I'm like, god that's that's awesome yeah that ain't me no
2: (laughs) No.
1: yeah not at
0: all
2: i'm not a skilled guy but i'm not a fighter you know find me somewhere in between
0: (laughs) which uh means you're a has-been yeah Yeah. you're a I am no longer playing (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's so many stories i uh i wanted to share one which is i have so many but i wanted to share one tonight because it's so relevant with covid going on you know they're 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 keeping guys out from, you know, guys who test positive for COVID. You can't play in the game, whatever. You know, you're out for the game. You got to sit out. Well, in the well, in the coast, we went to Rapid City, and one of our forwards had had a head-on head collision the, the night before, and he came in. The, he came in that morning of the game. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I got it. Still, have a headache. Lights are bright. I think I have a concussion. You know, okay, he's on concussion protocol. A pretty serious deal in hockey nowadays. You have a concussion, you sit out however long until you don't have a headache. Like, that, you, I mean, yeah. your brain, your brain's a pretty important thing. I think we'd all agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyways, the game before we had like four guys kicked out and suspended because they're in the coast. There's there's a line brawl every other game and guys yep. are getting kicked out of a spin or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we've we've got like four guys kicked out, n- another couple guys injured, so we're really short staffed for this game. And this guy's got a he's on concussion protocol. And our trainer's like our trainer's like, Yeah, you know oh, we're short guys. Let's just see how it is. You know, we're gonna need you to go to, we're gonna need you to go for warm-ups, take warm-ups. Dude, the, the guy <laughs> Come back to the come back to it's the tra- come back to the training off. You know, come back to us after warm ups. Let us know how you're feeling, and then we'll make a decision then. Dude, no. So he skates around. He skates around for warm ups in Rapid City, comes back, and he, he apparently tells the trainer, you know, I'm still seeing bright lights, like a headache. I I've got a concussion. Like you know when you have a concussion. Mm-hmm. So he tells the trainer, I've got a concussion. Well, apparently. I'll tell you from my point of view because I don't know what he went through, but anyways, he comes back in the locker room and sits down. And he happens to be sitting right next to me, and he sits down. He's like grabbing his head and he's just like not getting undressed. And before he went and talked to the trainer, I was asking him like, "How are you feeling? Like, how's it going?" He's like, "Ah, just still got a headache." I'm like, "You can't be. You can't play tonight. Like, you're you're out." And he comes back from the training office. He's not getting undressed, and I'm like. Hey, what what are you doing? Like, did you tell him? And he, he's like, Yeah, I told him I told him I, I told him I think I'd still have a concussion and he just kind of told me I have to play because we don't have we don't have enough guys. <laughs>
1: so Dude, we,
0: we send this guy out on the ice. I
1: don't even want to laugh, man. That's so we send messed this, up. We Talked
0: send out. this guy on the ice and he's got a concussion and he's, he's, in, fully the, concussed. he's in the lineup for the night. And it's like great my god this guy's got a brain bruise his, his brain's bleeding essentially and our trainer's are like well we're, we're down guys you got to play and it just makes me laugh about these it doesn't make me laugh because i know covid's a serious thing and people get sick but it's like some of these guys don't have any symptoms and they're getting told you can't play yeah, out right. of out of your own safety
1: 90, here 99% I am play, of them yeah. don't have yeah. But here I am playing in no, the coast and
0: this guy's got a his brains <laughs> bleeding. He's got a bruise on his brain and he's forced to play this. Yeah, <laughs> he's forced to play in this game. A, like, a
1: 2 years difference.
0: Holy
1: shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the oh, hell happened?
0: It's just <laughs> insane. The it, poor
1: guy, man. That's so the coast though, you know? Like you you see a lot of shit there that the the biggest issue with the coast for me was um not that I, you know, felt like I should be making a ton of money, but there's like we've mentioned, there's a lot of good players in that league. It's all D one guys, except for, you know, maybe a few that worked their way up or D three guys, but it's it's majority D one guys, and at that good D one guys.
0: Major junior guys were major junior players. guys. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Go watch a game if you haven't seen one. Maybe not right now because I've heard, you know, I got a buddy who has has been done playing for two years and he's playing games for Kansas City because he <laughs> lives in KC because <laughs> they're so short. But, no, I mean, it, there's so many good players. And um, I don't know. I, I, I just hope that if, if there is a way to maybe pay guys a little bit more, um It would be huge because I don't know about you guys. The the majority of guys that I knew just kind of stopped playing because it's it's just not really livable. But yet you still you feel like you're playing hockey at a high level. But then you are, but you're also
0: not because it's such a league is kind of you
1: are, and then and then shit like that happens. That's what I was getting at is shit like that would happen where I didn't feel like a pro at all. Yeah. I just didn't feel like a pro going to a pro hockey game, yeah. And that part was shitty. The fans viewed us as pros, and the hockey was at a high level. But, um, you know, and I was lo- like, KC was unreal. They're owned by like the Hunt family. They own the Chiefs. Like our, we had no issues with meals or travel or whatever. But there's just like little situations like that where it's just like Jesus, yeah. You know, I this doesn't seem right or like, it. and it's
0: also, I mean. Half the league is guys, not half the league, but a lot of the guys are, you know, in a position to where they could be a third, maybe low-end, second-line guy in the American League or a fourth-liner. But their position in the American League is going to be, you know, play hard, fight guys. It's Not as much as in the, in the American League. There are tons of tough guys in the American mm-hmm. League. But in the coast, you have all these guys trying to make it to that league. And they're trying to, you know, and, the, and really the only way, you're not going to make it to the American League getting points, scoring two goals a night. You're kind of going to make it to the American League if you're, you know, also scoring goals but also getting in fights with guys and, and stirring the shit up because – They don't when, need top six forwards. No, and no. they don't need top six forwards. And when you're in pro, you forget. It's not college anymore. You know, they're trying to sell tickets in the seats. And yeah. what sells tickets – to these to these arenas is is fighting whether you like it or not and that's what people come to watch and that's how you do it and that's a lot of the guys trying to make it in the coast or you know they're trying to make it that way where they're trying to fight guys and it kind of makes the game a little bit of a joke but it's also like I'm not against fighting in hockey at all I'm actually for it I love it because mm-hmm. I think it definitely is a big reason why then NHL is where it's at because there's fighting. People go to NHL games. I know I talked to so many people, like, they're going to an NHL game and they're all saying, like, yeah, you know, we got a good team this year, but hopefully, you know, what's his name gets in a fight, because that'd be fun to see. Whether well, you like it or not, you like to see those fights, and it's part of the game, and it sells tickets, and I don't think you can get rid of it.
2: I, I think there's a time and a place for a fight, right? Like, <clears throat> I don't think guys squaring up at opening draw and well sucking each other in the face for no reason
0: unless unless there's there's something something
2: in the past and somebody has to answer the bell whatever but i had this discussion with um uh, an older person one time and they're like gosh you know like what do you think about fighting and i was like i think it's it needs to stay in the game and this is why if somebody takes advantage of one of my teammates if they put my teammate in a Position where he's going to get hurt or something happens, I'm going to take offense to that. And yeah. he has to answer the call. Yeah. I think that's where a fight is worthy. But I don't necessarily love people running around the ice sheet. And there is know. plenty
0: of those fights, though. Like I witnessed plenty of fights to where, you know, towards the end of the game, you play these series against teams, and one guy will just take a cheap shot at a guy and hammer a guy and kind of injure him. And it's towards the end of the game. You don't really fight at the end of the game because you get suspended or whatever. And then we're skating around for warm-ups the next, the next day. And one of our guys, you know, skates over the guy in warm-ups. And he's like, hey, you know. We got to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. First or second shift whenever you're out there. And the guy's like, yeah, I know. Let's do it. And then they, you know, first or second shift, those guys get it over with. And that and that's over. Like, yeah. that's 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 great. That's hockey. Yeah. That's how you play.
1: Well, it keeps guys in check. That's, that's just the number one thing. It actually
0: keeps the game a little safer in that aspect. You know, like
1: there's like, for me, there's two reasons to have fighting. Number one is to keep guys in check. I think that's the most important thing. You can't run around like an idiot and try to hurt someone without answering the bell. Um, And then number two is to your point, Gager, like people love it. Like, These markets that, you know, aside from a true hockey market, you know, like a a Florida or Tampa or Anaheim, wherever it is, they love it, man. Like I played in Kansas City and um, same with Utah, same with Orlando or wherever. These fans, you know, bless their heart. They love it. If you would, if you would, of course not. If you would ask them their most exciting part of the game i bet the answer would be like 80 percent fights kids love it parents love it um a lot of maybe non-hockey people love it but in those markets where not a lot of the families are growing up playing hockey and maybe don't know the game like minnesotans or whatever they fucking love it yeah. and and you know i it doesn't need to be even every game but it just it needs to be there because that's how guys answer to to situations, and it's it's great for it. Yeah. That's my opinion. And
0: not to mention, you know, we're all guys trying to let loose. You know, we're trying to blow off with some steam. Right. It's fun for the players too. You know, yes. Like, yeah. You get to you get to fight a guy legally on the ice, no repercussions. You know, you do everything. It's great. You know, you get a good feeling after. You feel like a man. That's what we're all trying to do, you know. Like yep. We're all just trying to feel like men here. I mean, whether that's, you know, I don't know what you would call that. You know, I, we're all trying to be that man, whatever. That's just the way we like to feel, and it makes you feel that way, and it's good for the players. And obviously, I mean... There's just a time and a place for it. it's good for the game, it's good for the players. I think. Especially, I mean, there's certain times where it's not good, but more often than not, I think it is good. Well,
1: when you get an idiot running around, I I just I, I can't stand that. I think it's so dumb and. Um... That 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 part of it sucks because some of those guys just take advantage of it. If you're a guy that's, it's just when a, you're
0: not actually playing hockey. Yeah, you're, 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 just, you're gonna just do something. You're dumb. running around. You but, know, like we're all trying to play the game of hockey, yeah. here, which we love, and we're trying to play the game and have fun. Yeah, we have no problem with you hammering a guy, you know, legally. But it's like those guys who are just—you can tell some of those guys step on the ice and they're not trying to play the game of hockey. Yeah, they're just trying to. Stir some shit. Especially yeah, if you're man. getting a
1: couple minutes a night, and it's like, dude, you know, this might sound like I'm uh, avoiding you, but you you play four minutes, <laughs> and I play whatever yeah. twenty. I it's not a great trade off. the The good thing about like a, a authentic, good hockey fight is, especially if it's a good fight, both teams are fired up. And I think it raises the level of the play. Like right after that whistle, 100%. when both both benches are fired up, you're you're telling me the pace doesn't go up? Of course it does. Yeah. And maybe it's you know some guy gets pumped. Well, that that team's pace is for sure going up. All in all, the fans get to see a fight, and they're going to see the pace go up. It's going to turn into a better game, um, whether the score is close or not. the the all the guys are going to be buzzing. So great point. Yeah.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, I I can't argue with anything you said there, and that's why, you, that's why you have it in the game. I mean, it's. I love that aspect. It's what makes it hockey. You know, you have all these people who don't watch hockey, and they're like, I just watched a hockey game, and you know, they're playing this game, and all of a sudden, two guys just start fighting. Like, what the hell was that? It's like that's hockey, baby. Yeah, you know, it's literally we're all men out here. If you do something out of, you know, you do something out of question, or someone doesn't like it answer the bell buddy yeah or else you don't do it's it it's the
1: coolest thing too because it's, so cool. it's 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 um different than every other major sport you yeah. you can try to tell me like i have the most every respect sport. for football players yeah. like their their nails and and those guys are crazy uh i'm not the biggest basketball guy but i obviously have respect for their athletic ability they're unbelievable but you know I bet football guys wish they could take their helmets off and square up, yeah. but it's just they wish they could. It's so unique that we it have is. that, and and you listen to other athletes, um, professionally that play other pro sports, and they think it's the coolest thing ever. They're like, those guys well, get to fight. Like you ask those, that's what everyone talks about. You
0: ask those NFL players, those NBA players, even MLB. I mean MLB fight sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. You ask all those guys, and they're like, Gosh, I wish I could you know i wish we could do that sometimes Yeah, you know, settle yeah cuz without it you can't really settle the score you know right. like, that that puts an end to the without the, well, there's, it, there's it, a lot of shit like talking argue, yeah. yeah without yeah. without the fights you know it would it would and sometimes in pro hockey you know you play 82 games or however however many games it is you got to play some of these teams you know 10 to 14 times yeah. And yeah. it's like without those fights you can't you can't end in any of those battles, but mm-hmm. it's, when there's a battle throughout, you know, game four, five, and six of the 14-game series, you can end one of those battles with a fight. And then after that after that fight, the rest of the series... You just tap them on the shins. It's it's yeah. normal. You know, yeah. you normal. Just, you know hey. these guys don't hate each other anymore. Without that fighting, that whole 14-game sequence, I mean, they're just hating each other the whole yeah. time. Yeah. It's, it's They're not even going to be playing hockey. They're just going be... They're going to be trying to hack each other the whole yeah.
2: night. Yeah. Flor- so Orlando and the Florida Everblades. It's like the biggest rivalry yep. in in that whatever. And I played for Orlando. So we played against Florida. You said 10 to 14. I guarantee it was like 18 times one year. like Because yeah. we're three hours away. Yeah. It's a little bus ride. We just go on the day. Man, we hated each other. Oh. Hated each other. Yeah. And Thing it was just ho- like. But then Cam's on Florida. And I'm on Orlando, and we'll be texting each other on the way back. And it's just like, oh, you should have heard what this guy said about you today. Yeah, or, yeah. or said this oh, yeah. about whatever. And it's just like, everybody gets it. But then, okay, fight. Yeah. And then just leave it there. Yeah. You know? little tap on the shin pads. Good fight. You beat yeah. the shit out of me. I beat yeah. the shit out of you. It's whatever.
1: 90% but. of them are just good fight, man. It, 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 it takes away guys... Um, that can just talk shit, yes. and not answer it. Yes. You you can't just yap and yap and yap in hockey which and not have to answer for someone. You, which you did in college, and because you, you had cages and you you'd miss a game or two if if you fought. But anyway, yeah, I I, I think it belongs in the game. I yeah. think we have a pretty well. That's the thing about college.
0: Yeah. I mean, think of you know you only play a college team in your in your conference. At most four times a year. Sometimes only twice. And yeah, and you you play them four games out of the year, and like by that fourth game, I mean you guys are ready to. I mean, Yeah. You know, my my equipment manager asked me, you know, you want to take this stick out there? No, I'm good. I got my axe. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. I'm gonna go give me fucking, the Sherwood. Sure I'm <laughs>
0: gonna go kill one of these guys. <laughs> yeah. I hate them. I would say
2: that yeah. that's the biggest difference I noticed in college compared to pros. Was in college every single game mattered. Yeah. In pros, it was. You know, we dropped one today.
0: Yeah, it's our third. It's our fourth and five days. Well,
2: yeah, especially we the cult. Co- oh yeah. my god! You know, man. it's just like the amount of times I heard just people be like, "Ah, you know, we lost one." <laughs> but in college, you lose one, and it's like,
1: "Fuck!" Well, you got to think about it for five days. Yeah, exactly. Oh.
2: that's a true point. You play bad
0: well. on Saturday, and that whole week of practice, you are like, "God, yeah, that's we're gonna fun. go through hell I, this whole week." It's fun. Yeah. It's
1: fun to play like shit on Saturday night and lose. Yeah, and then go into. Sunday afternoon and try to enjoy your day. We were talking about this earlier. You try to enjoy your day, and you're like wondering where you're going to be on the lineup. Am I going to be the seventh, eighth (laughs) D-man? Am I going to be the fifth line forward? Your anxiety is
0: just... Played pretty well, but uh, we lost. So, so yeah. probably out.
2: Coach, coaches will shuffle. <laughs> coach, or, doesn't, you
0: know? coach doesn't know what the fuck he's talking. He doesn't know what he's talking.
1: Or about. you know that you you played bad and you gave like you served oh. up like three pizzas yeah. and you're like, dude, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> There's
0: no way I'm playing this yeah.
1: weekend. Yeah, <laughs> seven. It's
0: almost easier. <laughs> it, it you is, played terrible is. Saturday yeah. and you're like, well. I've got Thursday night to do whatever I want. So I'm not playing Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy, you know. Yeah. I have a good week of practice, but I'm for sure out Friday. Yeah. Hopefully Saturday, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. I uh, I wanted to tell a, a quick story because it's outrageous. It brought, I, I want to bring up when we were talking about Western, but Andy Murray, he, uh, and I love Andy. Like you, you go into Western and it's. Um, most of the younger guys, you know, you, you could catch a younger guy on a on a random Tuesday, and he'd be like, "I I hate this guy. I want to go home." Yeah. You know, but as you you get older, you know, I don't know if Hack was similar. Obviously, you guys had uh, Bradbury um, later on, but.
0: Hacks more similar to
1: Yeah, as you get older, he kind of leaves you alone. Like, yeah. senior year, you could maybe screw up a drill, and he's not going to say shit. He'll blame it on a younger guy. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're that freshman, it's just like you feel like your whole world – like, you just got eyes on you. <laughs> but I remember – so I had mono – Going into my freshman year, and I lost like fifteen pounds. Making out with too many girls, yeah. At the parties, Hail. Hey, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Eliza. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: that was a joke. Um, no, I. Uh, so I got mono, and I and I was trying to get healthy. Um, to before our first game, and I was like practicing. I think our our first game was against like Canisius. I don't know what to say. Is it Kenesha? Yeah, whatever. That's what I say. (laughs) Um, And uh, that week of practice was my first time on the ice. The other guys had been through like hell week and all this training, and I'm like, just suck and win, man. I'm just trying to get through the drills. And and I don't know if you guys had drills like this, but Andy's like, D man, you're starting on the blue line. Go back to the the dot. Grab a puck. Gap up. Hit the winger on the side. Gap up to the red. Get back. Grab another puck. Hit the guy in the far blue go up to the far blue get back to the goal oh line my. grab another puck hit another guy follow the play up walk the blue get a <laughs> shot back check stop like you you you're wondering how to get through it physically but you're like can I even remember this shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> halfway through
1: you know you're like <laughs>
0: okay I don't know if I can get through this physically and do the skating right but during that I have to remember the sequence yes we're yeah. just like putting together a fucking Sudoku puzzle. Yeah.
1: You're like, yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for someone to yell something. That's- um, but I I remember that week, I'm just sucking wind, and I'm like, you know, I'm trying to make the lineup for the first game. And uh, we go to the board, and Andy is, like, drawn. <laughs> He's drawn something up. And uh, he, he draws the drill up. He's like, you guys got it? We're like, yep. And then I'm in the back, and I'm like still catching my breath. And he goes, "Neil Bin Laden, you got it." And I'm like,
0: <laughs> "No, but I'll fucking... hop in the back of the line and watch."
1: He called me Neil Bin Laden, and I go, uh, "Fucking excuse me." And he goes, "Yeah, you drill terrorist, you got it." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's." Looking back, I can kind of laugh at it, but at the time, I'm like, "Dude." That's a little over the fucking line, my man. <laughs>
0: oh, Neil
1: man. bin Laden and our and our Neil, D coach. I mean,
0: Neil, I'm I'm sorry, I mean Osama. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he called me a drill terrorist. He called me Neil Bin Laden. And our <laughs> our D coach, Dave Shayak, he's a a good friend now, but, yeah, he was fucking purple in the face, laughing. and he's like, dude, because he, he could tell how pissed I was. Yeah, like he, it was like funny you took now, it but I took it personally, embarrassed me, and he like that's a stretch to call a guy that that's a little outrageous. Um, but yeah, that was like my first first week with Annie, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be," you know. And I was his walk-on, so it was like, "This is
0: what I'm just in just for." I <laughs> eye, yeah,
1: eyes on me at all times. That, but anyway,
2: that reminds me of the four and a half by fives <laughs> that we did your sophomore year, my freshman why. year, after every Monday practice. Hack would have us line up on the goal line, and we'd go down, back, down, back, through the red line. Red
0: line, red line, red line, red line, right. red, red line,
2: red line, through the middle re- through the middle. Oh, red man. Line. Yeah. So, four, four and a half lengths. Four, four, five four times.
0: five times. And Under...
2: It was like 45 you had to pace, seconds or something? You had something. to pace
0: yourself. It was 45 seconds. And, yeah.
2: and so, you had to do five of those. And we did that until everybody got it how do you
1: get it though after your your legs are gone
2: guess who the last two were (laughs) to get it you 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 and jammer (laughs) jammer got three minutes okay they didn't count goalies but cam Cam johnson they, they had to skate him but it was me and the captain general Patton, both hip surgery the year before oh no and so me and me and the general are just struggling. <laughs> yeah. struggling and he goes hack said as soon as everybody gets it we're done we'll never have to do it again
1: was everyone doing it as you were trying yeah. oh
2: horrible horrible so christmas came whatever and general and i finally got it and all the guys were like fucking oh. <laughs> hell."
0: We did it for so long, dude. We man. did it for fu- we did it Oh, for so four you just months.
1: you did it at the end of practice?
0: He, he, yeah, we did it at the end of practice. But everybody had to do it. With we, all, right, we right, all, right. We all okay. had to make it in order for us to never do it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that day you had to get no, it. And I'm like, no, how do you no? How do you recover?
2: Okay, every, every practice. So we didn't get it yeah. the first practice. Yeah. We had to do it the next Monday, and we didn't get it that one. We okay. went from September to December. Shit, every Monday. So
1: you guys were in good shape. I bet oh.
2: they, they were for sure.
0: Whenever <laughs> Hack was coaching, we were in we were in Herb Brooks shape. But how then,
1: many how many coaches say that? Well, I know that we're going to be well conditioned. We're going to be the best conditioned <laughs> <best laughs> team.
0: That's the way he ran things, man. Yeah. Was...
2: But I will I will say, then he put me General Patton and Colton Saint Clair on the same line. Do you remember the shift against Miami oh, of yeah. Ohio? General Patton. A couple or something blows a guy up in the corner. It goes reverse. Saint. Blows the guy up in the other corner. They bump it up to the wing. You I hammer him. the guy on the <laughs> wing. literally a
0: sequence of three guys just blowing guys up. It was electric.
2: And the crowd, each one yeah. louder and louder. And then all of a sudden, General came out of the corner, wrapped all the way up, and absolutely Another one? murdered a guy on the red line, got a penalty. <laughs> but it was four straight hits each and time hack. the crowd getting louder and louder and Hacks was on the the electric. Shrink,
0: we'll fucking kill that one <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's you, we're not are...
0: killing off a hooking penalty yeah. we'll kill off a charge yeah oh yeah any
2: it, day of the week it was well, i'll remember it's that electric shift for the rest of my life i can't remember if it was saint or pans it was one of the two but it, it was, was Pans. i think it was pans he came up and played forward yes. i couldn't remember but those
1: it was, are the best ba- that's that's awesome exactly. i i can picture just the way you tell the story like you you picture the other t- the other team and like those types of shifts yeah. they're just like oh shit uh, yeah. you know this is gonna be a long <laughs> night
0: yeah. dude
2: it was it was fucking hilarious but then back to the bag skating then bubs came in bubs was more of a skill guy we didn't do a whole lot of bag skating when practices were, practice
0: were nice with bubs yeah
2: And it's not a it's not a hack on Bubs. We want our natty under
0: Bubs, but no, Bubs did things his way and it was great. It was just totally
2: different than what Hackstall did. You know, Hackstall is kind of like Murray, where he's you know he's got his
1: yep just old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah, I'd say that's probably the biggest difference between the two.
0: Yeah, but. Had a great time on with you guys. Had a great conversation. Goffer, thanks for joining us. Thank
1: thank you guys, man. It's a riot.
0: It's been an unreal night, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and we'll see you next week for uh, episode four.
1: Bye, y'all. Later.